From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Hey, Stone, what you know about FAU basketball? I know a lot, Ken. I know that these guys are 12 and 1. I know that that train is just chugging yeah. along. Yeah. That's right. Just like Brightline with the new station in Boca. Brightline, GoBrightline.com, free Brightline app, new stations, Boca Raton and Aventura. And, of course, the stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. It's the stress-free way to get through all of South Florida. Want to see those surging heat? Tyler Hero, late-game assassin. They're back. They're back, baby. Playing like a playoff team again. Head down to see the heat on the buzzer beater train. There's no better way. West Palm, get those premium seats. Go to the premium lounge. Have some snacks. Have some Pinot. Get on the train. More of the same, and then you get down to Miami Central Station, walk a block and a half. There's heat basketball right there for you. Three trains after the final horde, so you will not be left behind to get you back home. Brightline, the big yellow fast train. Brightline, go brightline.com and get your tickets on the free Brightline app. Florida Atlantic Basketball, as Stone said, 12-1 and on the season. They are 2-0 and in Conference USA, receiving votes in both the AP Top 25 and in the coaches' poll and are coming off of a win over the defending Conference USA regular season champions on the road at North Texas last Thursday. FAU scoring the final 13 points of the game and route to a come from behind 50 to 46 win over North Texas. And tomorrow night, it is the defending Conference USA tournament champions with the nation's oh. leading scorer in Jelly Walker coming in. UAB heads into Boca, Florida Atlantic, and UAB tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena. And joining us now is FAU head basketball coach Dusty May. Coach, really good to talk to you as always. And so um, how was, first of all, before we get into basketball, how was the, uh, the new year? Do anything special? I assume it was great. Can I spend uh, New Year's looking at my eyelids? Uh, I was <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, we, we, had a, we had a tough stretch, and I've set the bar low over the years for my wife. So, yeah, we just uh, we played some board games and went to bed early. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the May family knows what they're getting when New Year's comes around. Uh, co- Coach is, is not doing the whole midnight thing. So, I, um, I, I, I will dive into UAB for a moment, but, but just how special – has this experience so far, and I know there's a lot of season left to go, and I know you, you are locked in on tomorrow night, but how special has the, have these 13, these first 13 games been with a win at Florida, with a win at North Texas, beating Bryant, beating Northern Kentucky, Florida Gulf Coast, all these tournament caliber teams, how special have the first 13 games been for you personally? Well, Ken, the, the most rewarding part has simply been how our guys have been about each other, and, and we've won in so many different ways with different leading scores and different guys stepping up. And, and we're a team sport that is slowly evolving away from the team part of it. Um, it's, it's been refreshing and rewarding uh, to see these guys do something special together, and, and I do think we're very aware that we're much stronger uh, playing with each other than we are as individuals. So. That's been the most rewarding part as far as the record and all that. It comes at you so fast. Uh, we turn the page after uh, about a, 30 minutes after the game, turn the page to the next opponent. Um, so I'm sure hopefully we keep this thing going and, and we can reflect after the season. But right now, uh, as, as they say, over mountains and more mountains, we've got a couple big mountains coming up. 
Coach, be honest. Did you have a feeling, you know, in the offseason, in the weight room, training camp, the lead up to the season that, hey, I got a good group of guys. This could really be a special season. Absolutely. We knew it all summer because of the way that our guys worked and they were together. And, you know, I do believe we've learned from some of our mistakes in the past that kept us from being our absolute best. So, um, absolutely, you could see our guys growing. Uh, we had a great offseason in the weight room, on the court. Um, as a staff, we're getting better at, at teaching uh, every year, every day. And, and we, we feel like we focused on the right things this offseason. And, and then, first and foremost, though, our, our guys are extremely talented, and they, and they worked hard. FAU head basketball coach Dusty May with us here on ESPN 106.3. I'll be on the call of FAU and UAB tomorrow night, a first-place battle in Conference USA. FAU receiving votes in the top 25, both AP and coaches poll. 7 o'clock start time at the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena. We're packing the Ellie. Uh, so, yeah, it's great that I'm on the call, but need to see you out there. 866-FAU-ALS, FAUtickets.com. 866-FAU-ALS and FAUtickets.com. And I mentioned the receiving votes in the top 25. Receiving votes in both polls has never happened before in FAU basketball history. There's a lot of national discussion now from some of the familiar pundits like a, a Jeff Goodman or a Seth Davis talking about your basketball team. How do your guys handle that? Um, kid, I, I don't think they, they pay attention to it because it does feel good, but they enjoy the, the, the basketball part. So when we're in film, we're in practice, we're prepared for the game, they're locked in on that, and, and everything else is just, I think, is, is, is a nice slap on the back that, hey, you guys are doing it the right way, and, and you guys are fun to watch. So they are, they are garnering the national attention, but that's not why we do it. Um, but but it, is, it is a nice for guys to see um, this wonderful university, their name being mentioned uh, with, with all the other schools up there. And, and it's just a start. Same thing you said after Florida. This cannot be a culmination where – uh, we're continue receiving votes. We've got to keep winning games and playing good basketball and, and, and chasing our dream of, of hanging a championship banner. Now, the win at Florida, that's the one up on the marquee. That's the one with the flashing lights around it. That's the one where people sort of raised their eyebrows and said, oh, whoa, FAU might have something here. But I would argue that what you did last Thursday going to Denton, Texas, was a more impressive victory against a North Texas team that's won two of the last three regular season championships in Conference USA two years ago, won the CUSA tourney, and won an NCAA tournament team against Purdue. You go to Denton Thursday against a team that has the second-best scoring defense in the entire country, not CUSA, but the entire country behind former number one and soon-to-be new number one Houston and you score the final 13 points of that game. You had only 37 points on the scoreboard with four minutes left, and you go on a 13-0 run to end it. How in the world did your team do that? Confidence, belief, and, and to be honest, Ken, you, you try to work hard to get good quality shots every possession, and then sometimes they go in and sometimes they don't. It was almost as if uh, when, when North Texas went up nine, there wasn't any more pressure. It was, it was, it was kind of our guys played looser, and then once one went in, then it felt like the lid was off the basket. Because to be honest, as, as, as good of a defensive team as North Texas is, we were actually pleased with a lot of the looks we got in the first and second half. Um, but anytime you're playing a low possession game and each look is challenged, you usually don't shoot as well. But fortunately for us, our, our defense and rebounding uh, carried us. And, and that's what you have to be. You have to be a balanced team that can play special teams, can play offense, can play defense. And then each night, 
uh, you're going to be presented with different challenges. But you got to take what the game gives you, and, and I do think our guys uh, were able to find a way to win playing their style of play, which is tough. FAU has a massive one tomorrow night against UAB. And again, Jelly Walker comes in, guard the leading scorer in the country to the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena. FAU UAB, 7 o'clock tomorrow, 866-FAU-ALS, FAUtickets.com. Get your tickets, 866-FAU-ALS, FAUtickets.com. Now, there's only one person on this show that actually got a degree from Florida Atlantic, and that's Jeanette Javier. And uh, Jeanette, you went to the Florida Gulf Coast game, right? Yes, yeah. and then I went to another game a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you went well. to Northern Kentucky I'm to go as well. As much as I can. Yeah, so yes. so yes, tell yes, yes, if yes. you could tell Coach what you've told me, especially after the Florida Gulf Coast game, about what you witnessed. Yeah, so I went from 09 to 13, so I had the chance to see the 2001, uh, 2011 run in the Sun Belt Championship. Um, the crowd and the energy in the borough right now does not compare to what I experienced as a student in that 2001 it's better, right? championship. It is 50 times better. You have flags. You have student body paint all over the place. It's so the chance, the noise. It, I am energized just by looking at that student section, and I'm super pumped about what they're experiencing watching this team go off right now. Um, how has all that support been for the team and you guys right now? It's palpable. You can feel it when you come into our gym, and it gives our guys so much confidence and energy uh, to feel like the student body, especially behind them. And, and the crowds have grown uh, exponentially over the years, but they seem to be more consistent now. And tomorrow will be a great test with with all the students still not back on campus. To, we encourage a lot of them to get back early, go ahead and come to campus, and, and, and help us celebrate against the preseason uh, number one team if we can knock them off tomorrow. FAU UAB again tickets 866 FAUALS FAU tickets.com right here in South Florida you have by the metrics the best mid-major college basketball team in the entire United States of America again right here out of Boca Raton and FAU 866 FAUALS FAU tickets.com coach tomorrow against UAB they made the NCAA tournament last year Jelly Walker in college basketball circles very very known entity can score at will how do you how do you compete with this team? How do you neutralize him? Well, he, he's going to get us points. We we like we did with Antoine Davis from Detroit, the, the, the two top scorers in college basketball. We have to make him score inefficiently, and then it can't keep us from rebounding the basketball and letting some of the other guys uh, get career highs or career nights. So um, it, it's going to come down to making him play inefficient basketball, and then can we rebound and keep them out of transition? And, you know, last year in third place, we turned the ball over. We were in great position to win, and we turned the ball over. They were able to get out in the open floor. So if we can handle the ball, handle the glass, we should be fine tomorrow. One of college basketball's best teams in Palm Beach County. Florida Atlantic is 12-1, 2-0 in Conference USA. Receiving votes in both college basketball top 25 polls and the preseason favorite in CUSA comes into Boca Raton tomorrow night at the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena. FAU 12-1, 12-2 UAB, and the winner sits atop CUSA. Coach, thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate it. We'll talk to you tomorrow night, okay? Thanks a lot, Ken. Hopefully the FA will be packed. That's right. Pack the alley. We're doing it. Coach Dusty May, FAU head basketball coach, joining us here on Ken LaVica Live. And again, I can't stress this enough. Uh, And Jeanette, you can attest to this as well. We always sit down here and we say, oh, 
everyone's from somewhere else, and oh, all these transplants, and you, you never know who's rooting for who, and there's nothing to get behind. Well, damn it, you've got a 12-1 college basketball team that's receiving votes in the AP Top 25 and the coaches' Top 25, the coaches' poll, that's in Boca Raton that is having an unbelievable year that's being talked about. If the NCAA tournament, by the way, started today, FAU would be a 9 or a 10 seed. Think about that. A 9 or a 10 seed because their resume in the non-conference was so impressive. Their net ranking in the NCAA, which is basically the resume, what the tournament selection committee uses to place these teams, they're top 10 in the country <laughs> right now. So, Jeanette, like everybody's always looking down here for something to get behind. Good Lord, this is the thing to get behind. I literally had this conversation with a friend uh, two weeks ago. We're like, I really want to go to an FSU basketball game. What? I really want to go to UM basketball. I literally told them, and they live in Delray Beach. I was like, you need to get up and drive 15 minutes to right. go to an FAU home game. It's that simple. Yeah. It's- you want to see some good basketball? It's right. It's literally back. It's in your backyard. It's right there. Shut up and go to Florida Atlantic University men's basketball game right now. Man. They are on fire. Jeanette's selling it. A free, I love free pub. I love that. So, by the way, Stone is uh, jumping full body into the FAU basketball pool that tomorrow night for the first time. That's right. Ooh, <laughs> okay, so, like, do we, what are you going to wear, Stone? Uh, I'll probably go shirtless. <laughs> do you have? I was thinking about. Body paint it? Yeah, I was thinking about showing up to the student section and, and trying to get rowdy in the borough. No, I'm kidding. I'm bringing a bunch of friends, though. They obviously have caught notice. Uh, at this point of what FAU is doing right now. So I said, we're tagging along. Yeah, y'all are late. We're going About to check. Time, I've invited you a couple Trust times. me, my wallet is not late on this FAU this men's is, basketball team, all right? Uh, I knew that was coming. He's <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this man just betting his life away. No, absolutely not. But but we are showing up to this game. I'm so excited. The videos of the students, the videos yeah, of kind of just the energy around the team. It's real. It's, it's real. It's right in front of your face. It's awesome stuff. And so uh, Jeanette will get over being offended that she has invited you twice, and I've been there when she <laughs> did it both times, and you spurned her both times, mm-hmm. and now you're going. I mean, uh, Jeanette, you can uh, I mean, go ahead and take take uh, oh. uh, just a moment here to, uh, to, to uh, scold him, if you could. Yeah, no, it's just Stone. You know, Stone, why don't you come to something that meant so much to me? You know, we worked <laughs> together for almost a year right now. Uh-huh. Why don't you come to this place that has made me fall in love with Boca oh in multiple ways? So why don't <laughs> why, why don't you just come with me so I can give you the tour of Florida Atlantic University basketball? And uh, nothing. He doesn't even say no. I just assume he's not going. Yeah. I always get two tickets. Uh, you always you do. always send me two tickets. That's right. And I always have one open, yep. ready, just in case Stone on the on the miracle does show up. Yeah. But he doesn't even tell me. You know, so go dare, have some fun, Stone. Dare I say? Dare I say? I wasn't sure if these owls were really that scary. If they were really that serious, uh, and I've been proven wrong. Oh my, week oh my after god! Week, <gasps> after week Whoa. after week. Jeanette, if he would have come with you to see that Florida Gulf Coast game where FAU absolutely pasted them, <laughs> then he would have believed a lot earlier. Typical Stone, not believing in anything Bro. Um, until the actual numbers are up. Mm-hmm. So if you would have just trusted Ken and I, 
yeah. and listened to Coach Dusty I, May, yeah. then you would have been there since the beginning. Well, well, this is but no, you're a little bandwagoner FAU <laughs> fan, and I have to prepare mentally for uh -huh. all of you who didn't <laughs> listen to us a couple months back. Yeah. Heard. I'm, and you know what? The whole my whole neighborhood in Orlando just heard me. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> I'm typically the person who does buy stock in teams, players pretty early on, so I miss the mark here. But yeah. I'm here. I've arrived. I can't wait to get to the borough. Shirtless, pantsless. I love painted it. up. You're, 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 you're what colors are you wearing? What colors are you? Wearing? I'm wearing some uh, whatever the red and Twitter blue. account tells me to wear. Yeah, red. Uh, wear some red and blue. I okay. don't know if there's going to be a color tomorrow night, but what I would do is paint. I it, have a couple. Paint an F, paint an F on your, your shoulder, and then um, surround your nipples in A and U. Yeah, that, that's yeah. not bad. That's the way to go. That's not bad at all. My friends will be really I, happy. <laughs> I found a couple men's uh, basketball shirts mm. uh, back home in Orlando. Oh, weird. Me. Who did those come from, Jeanette? Uh, Jeanette, you know, she's more than a fan. I have a, yeah. <laughs> I have a close... Uh, uh -huh. Close connections. <laughs> you you got a hookup. You've, you've, you've had a hookup. <laughs> I need a hookup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly. how you got the shirts. Oh, clothing. Yeah. And a couple yeah. sweatshirts, too. They don't have FAU men's basketball. Plugged in. But if you need them, Stone, I got you. Oh, man, we've run the full gamut of FAU basketball talk. For tickets, 866-FAU-WILES, <laughs> FAUtickets.com. 866-FAU-WILES, FAUtickets.com. A massive one tomorrow night. One of the biggest games in the country and certainly the biggest mid-major game, FAU and UAB tomorrow. Tomorrow night from the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena, we're packing the yelly. 866-FAU-WILES and FAU tickets. Uh, FAUtickets.com. When we return, uh, we started discussing Skip Bayless earlier in the show. His insensitive tweet that I don't think was, was uh, ultimately insensitive. I think it was presented poorly when DeMar Hamlin's laying on the turf motionless and uh, dying in Cincinnati. That said, the aftermath... Uh, Skip Bayless and his behavior after the fact has me reconsidering my my defense of Skip Bayless. Uh, we'll discuss that when we come back. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican queen, hanging out with her FAU men's basketball clothes. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Before we dive back into anything, the Buffalo Bills have just given an update on Damar Hamlin, and it reads as the following. This was tweeted 10 minutes ago, and it's what we've been echoing uh, for a good portion of today's show based off of what uh, DeMar Hamlin's uncle uh, told NFL Network last night and what uh, Jordan Rooney, DeMar Hamlin's marketing representative, uh, what, what he told select media outlets. But this from the Buffalo Bills. DeMar remains in the ICU in critical condition with signs of improvement, noted yesterday and overnight. He is expected to remain under intensive care as his health care team continues to monitor and treat him. So that is the latest on Bill Safety, DeMar Hamlin, who went in a cardiac arrest, received nine minutes of CPR and AED treatment on the field Monday night in Cincinnati. He's been in intensive care in critical condition at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center ever since. Uh, so still in the ICU, but again, the key 
Uh, the, the key sentence here from the Buffalo Bills, signs of improvement noted yesterday and overnight. So that is exceptional news and reinforces some of the positivity that we had been hearing throughout the course of the morning into this afternoon. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. She's in Orlando. She has finished weeding her backyard at the request of Mommy. Well done, Jeanette. The pictures no. look great. No, I'm not done. You're not done? I thought you were done. Oh. The, 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 the stone walkway looked done. The stone, uh, no, there's others, crevices. Um, I don't know what this crevices. is outside. But there's crevasses. Yeah. There's grass between the crevasses. Can you, so can you send out on social media, at Jeanette and Juice, at Jeanette and Juice, um, uh, the, at least the weeded portion so we can grade it out? Yeah, the before and after. Yeah, oh yeah, before and after. Great call if you could do that. And I was, Near the crevasses. Yeah. I was wondering what you guys were doing with crevasses there. Am I missing something? Is it an inside joke? No, it's just, uh, I like, uh, I think it's better than crevice. Crevice okay, sounds like, oh, I picked this out of my crevice. Like, crevasse <laughs> uh, is more classy. Nice. Because, yeah, I, yeah we're educated people. So right, like, right. We're cultured. Uh-huh. Well, well that's, uh-huh. kind of, that's kind of why I was bringing it up because, um, you know, I'm not. One with, you know, the best vocabulary, the most extensive you Webster say. vocabulary. <laughs> you don't say based off of that so, sentence you just uttered. So earlier in the show, <laughs> Ken let slip, you know, crises. And I'm thinking. Oh, crises. And I'm thinking, probably. hmm. Yeah, I know. It wasn't Uh-oh. right. I know. Should I speak? Should I speak? <gasps> up? Should, oh should I speak up? Like, do I, I don't want to know. Know, shoot and miss here. Oh my God. And I wrote down crises. And so I just wanted to bring that one back yeah. up since you guys are mixing up He's words been, here too. Stone sat on that. I said that <laughs> like 15 minutes into the show. And so Stone sat on that for 90 minutes <laughs> for the right time to drop the crises bomb mm. on me. All right, good. Mm. Well played. He, and go ahead and ask me how I spell he, crises too. How do you spell crises? Oh, this is good. I bet you it's. I, I bet you he has two e's on it. C R I S E E S. Obviously, I knew it wasn't right, but I still don't know what it is. I knew it. So I, it's there's C- an accent. There's well, no, I, 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 I just think it's C R I S E S. Crises. I don't think it has two e's. I think it's just S E S. Crises. Okay. Multiple crises. <laughs> Um, uh, can we real, <laughs> real quick. So we talked about Skibellis and again, I want to, I want to read the tweet. Uh, and again, let me, let me set the scene on this. Okay. Skip Bayless no, FS1. Getting along. I know, I know, I know. And I'm sorry to bring this back into sensitive territory here, but again, this is, this is now, uh, normally I try to avoid Skip Bayless at every turn because I, I don't think a lot of the time he's a caricature of himself. So a lot of the time he's just not worth our our attention okay but but i actually think that he he was in the right <sighs> say it with your chest he was he was trying to do something right he was trying to do the right thing monday night as Damar hamlin's laying on the field receiving cpr skip bayless tried his best to show empathy to show concern he's not good at that because he doesn't show empathy or concern for anything right he's always got to take it's hot here, take my hot take. This it's is, hot, hot, hot. Here's my take. This, take is the, this is the same guy who told his wife that she comes second. Right. Right behind sports. Right. Sports and work, that was his priority, and straight up told his wife to her face this. Okay? So, my take's hot. It's hot. Put on a put on an oven mitt because it's hot and it's coming at you. It's takey. Take my take. Like, that's Skip. I get that. Okay? So, so Skip Bayless, Waldemar Hamlin is laying in cardiac arrest on the field, and Cincinnati tweets the following. Not sure what happened to Damar Hamlin. Players on both teams are shaken. Ambulance out on the field. CPR administered. Can't remember play being stopped for this length of time. Just said a prayer for Damar and his family. 
then he goes on to say, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Again, was it well-worded? No. But did he mean to be disrespectful? I don't think so. He ended it which, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Like that, to me, I keep going back to that because Skip is, I think what he's trying to do is convey, yeah, this is an important game, but now it really doesn't feel like it matters. That, if he was a normal human being, Correct. is how he would have tweeted in that moment. Now, he also could have been a regular human being and just not tweeted anything, but he's Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. He's Skip Bayless, so of course he's got to, He's got to get something out there. He's got to be a part of the ethos of the sports conversation. So I have actually been defending Skip. Stone, you've been defending Skip. Yes, I have. Um, I don't defend Skip for anything, but I've been defending him because I don't think his intent was to hurt or to be edgy. And I think, of course, it wasn't. And I'm passionate about this topic because you've heard me speak about cancel culture before, but any chance something like this comes up, it's let's pick a side. Let's stand on one side of the fence, and I get to point out why I'm right, and you get to point out why you think you're right, and we're going to go to battle. We shouldn't be going over to battle uh, out of this at all. And when we asked earlier what's still bothering you, angering you, mm-hmm. you know, two days later, post this DeMar Hamlin situation, it's that everybody feels the need to have an opinion on the topic. Everybody feels the need to tweet something the Monday night. Like, it just let's get involved, right? i got to throw my opinion out yeah. there. It's not what any of this is about. Don't pick a side. You have your own take. Cool, that's you and your own life experiences. Don't try to make this two-sided. Well, Jeanette, um, Shannon Sharp was not on Undisputed yesterday on FS1, mm-hmm. um, but Skip was. And Skip, right off the top of the show, wanted to make sure that he apologized. Here's what <laughs> Skip Bayless had to say. Jen, allow me to say up front that I apologize for what we're going to set out to do here today if it offends anyone because oh we're we're going to try to do the show pretty much as we usually do the show but i'll admit up front i'm still shook up by what happened last night that sounds to really Hamlin. in fact i'm still wrecked in fact i'm not sure i'm capable of doing this show today but after barely sleeping on it, I decided to give it a try. Courageous. Let's hear the first sentence of, of Skip Bayless's apology real quick. Let's just hear the first sentence of the Skip Bayless apology. I apologize for what we're going to set out to do here today if it offends anyone. Oh, weird. That's That doesn't sound like he's apologizing for the tweet. That just sounds like he's no. having a preemptive apology for something he might be reckless and say on a disputed. Am I, am I wrong about this, Jeanette? <laughs> no. Like, Jeanette, am I wrong no. about that? No. Right, right. No. I mean, Not at all. So, uh, you guys know where I stand on this. No, I know. You're, all. you're very anti-skip. And this is what I get, though, I feel like, for trying to support Skip Bayless... <laughs> Because then everything I tried to do in the aftermath to say, oh, it was just misinterpreted, he didn't word it well, but the intent was there to to show sympathy and empathy, it gets blown up when he drops that. When he drops that phony, needless apology. He didn't apologize for anything. (laughs) I mean, the execution was the most off-the-mark apology that we've ever heard. No, and I would argue that's him trolling. 
That's actually him trolling. Which is hilarious because people can don't understand that. That he knew what he was doing. And if you're getting outraged, yeah. you're falling but right then, into <laughs> the trap. There's a piece of cheese right, right. there. But then, and here's Skip That Bayless. also makes him a piece of crap Reed, that I can no longer defend. Piece of crap. Of course, he always has Reed, been. Read the freaking room. But he's this not is capable somebody's life. This is somebody's life. Let me ask you guys Period. this, though. Do you think he's capable of reading the room? Of course, he never has been. Yeah. So so why are you holding this guy to his standard to read the room? He would tell you what room. We're not sitting but in this, a room. This goes this to... This would have been... He has... Oh, did we lose Jeanette? he does. Go. Repeat that, Jeanette. Has... You dropped real quick. Repeat that real quick. He has power in what he does mm -hmm. and where he sits. This would have been the one time to prove that he is capable of reading the room well, and no, having he, empathy. He, he can't. He can't. He tried. It came off poorly. And instead of owning it, saying, hey, I just, he can't admit that, hey, I didn't word my tweet well. Like, that's all he had to say. All he had he to doesn't do. have to apologize for what he said. I didn't word my tweet well. And instead, he dropped that and he trolled. He couldn't even bring himself to that. And that is where, lesson learned, I should never defend Skip Bayless ever ever again. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Hey, do your joints hurt? Does your ankle hurt? Well, I got something that can help you because I'm just that nice. Baptist Health Orthopedic Chair. Team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. The latest on DeMar Hamlin, Buffalo Bill, still in intensive care, still in critical condition at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center after his cardiac arrest Monday night on the field. According to his uncle, had to have his heart restarted on two different occasions, once on the field and then once they got to the hospital. But uh, there has been an improvement in his vitals. Uh, his ventilator has been turned to 50%. Uh, that according to uh, DeMar Hamlin's uncle and his marketing representative, Jordan Rooney, and then... Uh, I, I think reiterated in not as exact uh, words by the Buffalo Bills who tweeted 20 minutes ago that uh, DeMar Hamlin has seen improved numbers. He has improved overnight. So that is an exceptionally good sign. You know what I was thinking about, Jeanette? Um, Skip Bayless could have easily yesterday on Undisputed on FS1 uh, based off of his tweet on Monday night that came off as insensitive Though, again, I think that his heart was in the right place. He was trying, attempting. He's a ghoul, but to show sympathy and empathy. But he could have easily yesterday jumped on to FS1 and said, okay, this is what I meant. It was misconstrued. This is what I meant to say. But instead, he just decided to go the complete different direction and just say, you know what? I'm Skip Bayless, and I'm not apologizing for anything. I'm not doing that. In fact, I'm going to troll and offer an insincere fake apology. 
I, I mean, the man has shown us clearly who he is, but it's almost impressive at this point just how double-down ghoul he is. And we have more from Skip tomorrow, I promise you. For Jeanette, who has finished weeding for now, and Stone, I'm Ken. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Hey, Stone, what you know about FAU basketball? I know a lot, Ken. Yes, I know that sir. these guys are 12-1. and one. Uh-huh. I know that that train is just chugging yeah. along. Yeah. That's right. Just like Brightline, with the new station in Boca. Brightline, go brightline.com, free Brightline app, new stations, Boca Raton and Aventura. And, of course, the stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. It's the stress-free way to get through all of South Florida. Want to see those surging heat? Tyler Hero, late game assassin. They're back. They're back, baby. Playing like a playoff team again. Head down to see the heat on the buzzer beater train. There's no better way. West Palm, get those premium seats. Go to the premium lounge. Have some snacks. Have some Pinot. Get on the train. More of the same. And then you get down to Miami Central Station. Walk a block and a half. There's heat basketball right there for you. Three trains after the final horn. So you will not be left behind to get you back home. Brightline, the big yellow fast train. Brightline, go brightline.com and get your tickets on the free Brightline app. Florida Atlantic basketball, as Stone said, 12-1 on the season. They are 2-0 in Conference USA, receiving votes in both the AP Top 25 and in the coaches' poll, and are coming off of a win over the defending Conference USA regular season champions on the road at North Texas last Thursday. FAU scoring the final 13 points of the game and route to a come-from-behind 50-46 to win over North Texas. And tomorrow night, it is the defending Conference USA tournament champions with the nation's Ooh. leading scorer in Jelly Walker coming in. UAB heads into Boca, Florida Atlantic, and UAB Tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena. And joining us now is FAU head basketball coach Dusty May. Coach, really good to talk to you as always. And so um, how was, first of all, before we get into basketball, how was the uh, the new year? Do anything special? I assume it was great. Can I spend uh, <laughs> New Year's looking at my eyelids? Uh, was, <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, we, we had it. Been a tough stretch, and I've set the bar low over the years for my wife. So yeah, we just uh, we played some board games and went to bed early. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the May family knows what they're getting when New Year's comes around. Uh, Coaches is, is not doing the whole midnight thing. So I um, I, I will dive into UAB for a moment, but but just how special. Has this experience so far, and I know there's a lot of season left to go, and I know you, you are locked in on tomorrow night, but how special has the have these 13, these first 13 games been with a win at Florida, with a win at North Texas, beating Bryant, beating Northern Kentucky, Florida Gulf Coast, all these tournament caliber teams. How special have the first 13 games been for you personally? Well, Ken, the, the most rewarding part has simply been how our guys have been about each other, and, and we've won in so many different ways with different leading scores and different guys stepping up. And, and we're a team sport that is slowly evolving away from the team part of it. Um, it's, it's been refreshing and rewarding uh, to see these guys do something special together, and, and I do think we're very aware that we're much stronger um, playing with each other than we are as individuals. So. That's been the most rewarding part as far as the record and all that. It comes at you so fast. Uh, we turned the page after uh, about a 
30 minutes after the game, turn the page to the next opponent. Um, so I'm sure hopefully we keep this thing going and, and we can reflect after the season. But right now, uh, as, as they say, over mountains and more mountains, we've got a couple big mountains coming up. Coach, be honest, did you have a feeling, you know, in the offseason, in the weight room, training camp, the lead up to the season that, hey, I got a good group of guys. This could really be a special season. Absolutely. We knew it all summer because of the way the, our guys worked and they were together. And, you know, I, I do believe we've learned from some of our, our mistakes in the past that kept us from being our absolute best. So, um, absolutely, you could see our guys growing. Uh, we had a great offseason in the weight room, uh, on the court. Um, as a staff, we're getting better at, at teaching uh, every year, every day. And, and we, we feel like we focused on the right things this offseason. And, and then, first and foremost, though, our, our guys are extremely talented, and they, and they worked hard. FAU head basketball coach Dusty May with us here on ESPN 106.3. I'll be on the call of FAU and UAB tomorrow night, a first-place battle in Conference USA. FAU receiving votes in the top 25, both AP and coaches poll. 7 o'clock start time at the Eleanor Arbaldwin Arena. We're packing the Ellie. Uh, so, yeah, it's great that I'm on the call, but need to see you out there. 866-FAU-ALLS, FAUtickets.com. 866-FAU-ALLS and FAUtickets.com. And I mentioned the receiving votes in the top 25. Receiving votes in both polls has never happened before in FAU basketball history. There's a lot of national discussion now from some of the familiar pundits like a a Jeff Goodman or a Seth Davis talking about your basketball team. How do your guys handle that? Um, Kid, I I don't think they they pay attention to it because it does feel good, but they enjoy the, the, the basketball part. So when we're in film, we're in practice, we're prepared for the game, they're locked in on that, and, and everything else is just, I think, is, is, is a nice slap on the back that, hey, you guys are doing it the right way, and, and you guys are fun to watch. So they are, ga- they are garnering the national attention, but that's not why we do it. Um, but but it, is, it is a nice for guys to see um, this wonderful university, their name being mentioned uh, with, with all the other schools up there. And, and it's just a start. Same thing you said after Florida, this cannot be a culmination where – uh, we're receiving votes. We've got to keep winning games and playing good basketball and, and, and chasing our dream of, of hanging a championship banner. Now, the win at Florida, that's the one up on the marquee. That's the one with the flashing lights around it. That's the one where people sort of raised their eyebrows and said, oh, whoa, FAU might have something here. But I would argue that what you did last Thursday going to Denton, Texas, was a more impressive victory against a North Texas team that's won two of the last three regular season championships in Conference USA two years ago, won the CUSA tourney, and won an NCAA tournament team against Purdue. You go to Denton Thursday against a team that has the second-best scoring defense in the entire country, not CUSA, but the entire country behind former number one and soon-to-be new number one Houston, and you score the final 13 points of that game. You had only 37 points on the scoreboard with four minutes left, and you go on a 13-0 run to end it. How in the world did your team do that? Confidence, belief, and and to be honest, Ken, you you try to work hard to get good quality shots every possession, and then sometimes they go in and sometimes they don't. It was almost as if uh, when when North Texas went up nine, there wasn't any more pressure. It It was kind of our guys played looser, and then once one went in, then it felt like the lid was off the basket. Because to be honest, as, as, as good of a defensive team as North Texas is, we were actually pleased with a lot of the looks we got in the first and second half. Um, but anytime you're playing a low possession game and each look is challenged, you usually don't shoot as well. But 
fortunately for us, our, our defense and rebounding uh, carried us, and, and that's what you have to be. You have to be a balanced team that can play special teams, can play offense, can play defense, and then each night uh, you're going to be presented with different challenges. But you got to take what the game gives you, and, and I do think our guys uh, were able to find a way to win playing their style of play, which is tough. FAU has a massive one tomorrow night against UAB. And again, Jelly Walker comes in, guard the leading scorer in the country to the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena. FAU UAB, 7 o'clock tomorrow, 866-FAU-ALS, FAUtickets.com. Get your tickets, 866-FAU-ALS, FAUtickets.com. Now, there's only one person on this show that actually got a degree from Florida Atlantic, and that's Jeanette Javier. And uh, Jeanette, you went to the Florida Gulf Coast game, right? Yes, yeah. and then I went to another game a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you well. went to Northern Kentucky to as well. As much as I can. Yeah, so yes. so yes, tell yes, yes, if yes. you could tell Coach what you've told me, especially after the Florida Gulf Coast game, about what you witnessed. Yeah, so I went from 09 to 13, so I had the chance to see the 2001, uh, 2011 run in the Sun Belt Championship. Um, the crowd and the energy in the borough right now does not compare to what I experienced as a student in that 2001 it's better, right? championship. It is 50 times better. You have flags. You have student body paint all over the place. It's so the chance, the noise. It, I am energized just by looking at that student section, and I'm super pumped about what they're experiencing watching this team go off right now. Um, how has all that support been for the team and you guys right now? It's palpable. You can feel it when you come into our gym, and it gives our guys so much confidence and energy uh, to feel like the student body, especially, is behind them. And, and the crowds have grown uh, exponentially over the years, but they seem to be more consistent now. And tomorrow will be a great test with with all the students still not back on campus. To, we encourage a lot of them to get back early, go ahead and come to campus, and, and, and help us celebrate against the preseason uh, number one team if we can knock them off tomorrow. FAU UAB again tickets 866 FAU tickets.com 866 FAU tickets.com right here in South Florida you have by the metrics the best mid-major college basketball team in the entire United States of America again right here out of Boca Raton and FAU 866 FAU FAU tickets.com coach tomorrow against UAB they made the NCAA tournament last year Jelly Walker in college basketball circles very very known entity can score at will how do you how do you compete with this team? How do you neutralize him? Well, he, he's going to get us points. We we like we did with Antoine Davis from Detroit, the, the, the two top scorers in college basketball. We have to make him score inefficiently, and then it can't keep us from rebounding the basketball and letting some of the other guys uh, get career highs or career nights. So um, it, it's going to come down to making him play inefficient basketball, and then can we rebound and keep them out of transition? And, you know, last year, third place, we turned the ball over. We were in great position to win, and we turned the ball over. They were able to get out in the open floor. So if we can handle the ball, handle the glass, we should be fine tomorrow. One of college basketball's best teams in Palm Beach County. Florida Atlantic is 12-1, 2-0 in Conference USA, receiving votes in both college basketball top 25 polls, and the preseason favorite in CUSA comes into Boca Raton tomorrow night at the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena. FAU 12-1, 12-2 UAB, and the winner sits atop CUSA. Coach, thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate it. We'll talk to you tomorrow night, okay? Thanks a lot, Ken. Hopefully the, the FAU will be packed. 
That's right. Pack the Ellie. We're doing it. Coach Dusty May, FAU head basketball coach, joining us here on Ken LaVica Live. And again, I can't stress this enough. Uh, that and Jeanette, you can attest to this as well. I, we always sit down here and we say, "Oh, everyone's from somewhere else," and "Oh, all these transplants," and you you never know who's rooting for who, and there's nothing to get behind. Well, damn it, you've got a 12 and one college basketball team that's receiving votes in the AP top 25 and the coaches top 25, the coaches poll that's in Boca Raton that is having an unbelievable year that's being talked about. If the NCAA tournament, by the way, started today, FAU would be a 9 or a 10 seed. Think about that. A 9 or a 10 seed because their resume in the non-conference was so impressive. Their net ranking in the NCAA, which is basically the resume, what the tournament selection committee uses to place these teams, they're top 10 in the country <laughs> right now. So, Jeanette, like everybody's always looking down here for something to get behind. Good Lord, this is the thing to get behind. I literally had this conversation with a friend uh, two weeks ago. We're like, I really want to go to an FSU basketball game. I really want to go to UM basketball. I literally told them, and they live in Delray Beach. I was like, you need to get up and drive 15 minutes to go to an FAU home game. It's that simple. Yeah. You want to see some good basketball? It's right. It's literally back. It's in your backyard. It's right there. Shut up and go to Florida Atlantic University men's basketball game right now. Man. They are on fire. Jeanette's selling it. A free, I love free pub. I love that. So, by the way, Stone is uh, jumping full body into the FAU basketball Popping pool that tomorrow jerk. night for the first time. That's right. Ooh. <laughs> okay, so, like, do we, what are you going to wear, Stone? Uh, I'll probably go shirtless. Do you have? <laughs> I was thinking about. Body paint it? Yeah, I was thinking about showing up to the student section and, and trying to get rowdy in the bro. No, I'm kidding. I'm bringing a bunch of friends, though. They obviously have caught notice uh, at this point of what FAU is doing right now. So I said, we're tagging along. Yeah, y'all are late. We're going About to check. Because I've invited you a couple Trust times. me, my wallet is not late on this FAU this men's is, basketball team, all right? Uh, I knew that was coming. He's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this man just betting his life away. No, no, absolutely not. But, but we are showing up to this game. I'm so excited. The videos of the students, the videos yeah, of kind of... Just the energy around the team. It's real. It's, it's real. It's right in front of your face. It's awesome stuff. And so uh, Jeanette will get over being offended that she has invited you twice. And I've been there when <laughs> she did it both times. And you spurned her both times. Mm-hmm. And now you're going. I mean, uh, Jeanette, you can I mean, go ahead and take take oh. uh, uh, just a moment here to uh, to, to uh, scold him, if you could. Yeah, no, it's just Stone, you know, Stone, why don't you come to something that meant so much to me? You know, we worked together for almost a year right now. <laughs> uh-huh. Why don't you come to this place that has made me fall in love with Boca oh in multiple ways? So why don't why, why don't you just come with me so I can give you the tour of Florida Atlantic University basketball and uh, nothing he doesn't even say no. I just assume he's not going. Yeah. I always get two tickets. Ken. Uh, you always you do. always send me two tickets. That's right. And I always have one open, yep. ready, just in case Stone on the on the miracle does show up. Yeah. But he doesn't even tell me. You know, so go dare, have some fun, Stone. Dare I say? Dare I say? I wasn't sure <laughs> if these owls were really that scary. If they were really that serious, uh, and I've been proven wrong. Oh my, week oh my after god! Week <gasps> after week Whoa. after week. Jeanette, if he would have come with you to see that Florida Gulf Coast game where FAU absolutely pasted them, <laughs> then he would have believed a lot earlier. Typical Stone, not believing in anything, Bro. um, until the actual numbers are up. Mm-hmm. So if you would have just trusted Ken and I. 
yeah. and listened to Coach Dusty I, May, yeah. then you would have been there since the beginning. Well, well, this is but no, you're a little bandwagoner FAU <laughs> fan, and I have to prepare mentally for uh-huh. all of you who didn't <laughs> listen to us a couple months back. Yeah. Heard. I'm, and you know what? The whole my whole neighborhood in Orlando just heard me. I hope you enjoy. <laughs> I'm typically the person who does buy stock in teams, players pretty early on, so I miss the mark here. But yeah. I'm here. I've arrived. I can't wait to get to the borough. Shirtless, pantsless. I love painted it. up. You're, 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 what colors are you wearing? What colors are you? Wearing? I'm wearing some uh, whatever the red and Twitter blue. account tells me to wear. Yeah, red. Uh, what, wear some red and blue. I okay. don't know if there's going to be a color tomorrow night. But what I would do is paint. I have a couple. Paint an F, paint an F on your your shoulder, and then um, surround your nipples in A and U. Yeah, that, that's yeah. not bad. That's the way to go. That's not bad at all. My friends will be really I, happy. <laughs> I found a couple men's uh, basketball shirts mm. uh, back home in Orlando. Oh, weird! Me. Who did those come from, Jeanette? Uh, Jeanette, you know, she's more I than a fan. I have a, yeah, <laughs> I have a co- close. Uh, uh-huh. Close connections. <laughs> you got, you got a hookup. You've, you've, you've had a hookup. <laughs> I need a hookup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly. how you got shirts. Oh, clothing. Yeah. And a couple yeah. sweatshirts, too. They don't have FAU men's basketball. Plugged in. But if you need them, Stone, I got you. Oh, man. We've run the full gamut of FAU basketball talk. For tickets, 866-FAU-WILES, FAUtickets.com. 866-FAU-WILES, FAUtickets.com. A massive one tomorrow night. One of the biggest games in the country. And certainly the biggest mid-major game, FAU and UAB tomorrow. Tomorrow night from the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena, we're packing the yelly. 866-FAU-BALLS and FAU Tickets. When, uh, FAUtickets.com. When we return, uh, we started discussing Skip Bayless earlier in the show. His insensitive tweet that I don't think was... was uh, Ultimately insensitive. I think it was presented poorly when DeMar Hamlin's laying on the turf motionless and uh, dying in Cincinnati. That said, the aftermath, uh, Skip Bayless and his behavior after the fact has me reconsidering my my defense of Skip Bayless. Uh, we'll discuss that when we come back. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican queen, hanging out with her FAU men's basketball clothes. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Before we dive back into anything, the Buffalo Bills have just given an update on Damar Hamlin, and it reads as the following. This was tweeted 10 minutes ago, and it's what we've been echoing uh, for a good portion of today's show based off of what uh, DeMar Hamlin's uncle uh, told NFL Network last night and what uh, Jordan Rooney, DeMar Hamlin's marketing representative, uh, what, what he told select media outlets. But this from the Buffalo Bills. DeMar remains in the ICU in critical condition with signs of improvement, noted yesterday and overnight. He is expected to remain under intensive care as his healthcare team continues to monitor and treat him. So that is the latest on Bill's safety. Damar Hamlin, who went in a cardiac arrest, received nine minutes of CPR and AED treatment on the field Monday night in Cincinnati. He's been in intensive care in critical condition at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center ever since. Uh, so still in the ICU, but again, the key 
Uh, the the key sentence here from the Buffalo Bills, signs of improvement noted yesterday and overnight. So that is exceptional news and reinforces some of the positivity that we had been hearing throughout the course of the morning into this afternoon. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. She's in Orlando. She has finished weeding her backyard at the request of Mommy. Well done, Jeanette. The pictures no. look great. No, I'm not done. You're not done? I thought you were done. Oh. The, 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 the stone walkway looked done. The stone, uh, no, there's others, crevices. Um, I don't know what this crevices. is outside. But there's crevasses. Yeah. There's grass between the crevasses. Can you, so can you send out on social media, at Jeanette and Juice, at Jeanette and Juice, um, uh, the, at least the weeded portion so we can grade it out? Yeah, the before and after. Yeah, oh yeah, before and after. Great call if you could do that. And I was, You're the crevasses. Yeah. I was wondering what you guys were doing with crevasses there. Am I missing something? Is it an inside joke? No, it's just, uh, I like, uh, I think it's better than crevice. Crevice okay, sounds like, oh, I picked this out of my crevice. Like, crevasse <laughs> ah, is more classy. Nice. Because, yeah, I, yeah we're educated people. So right, like, right. We're cultured. Uh-huh. For, well, well, that's, uh-huh. kind of, that's kind of why I was bringing it up because, um, you know, I'm not. One with, you know, the best vocabulary, the most extensive you don't Webster say. vocabulary. <laughs> you don't say based off of that so, sentence you just uttered. So earlier in the show, <laughs> Ken let slip, you know, crises. And I'm thinking. Oh, crises. And I'm thinking, oh, hmm. Yeah, I know. It wasn't uh-oh. right. I know. Should I speak? Should I speak? <gasps> up? Should, oh should I speak up? Like, do I don't want to know. Know, shoot and miss here. Oh, my God. And I wrote down crises. So I just wanted to bring that one back yeah. up since you guys are mixing up He's words been, here, too. Stone sat on that. I said that <laughs> like 15 minutes into the show. And so Stone sat on that for 90 minutes <laughs> for the right time to drop the crises bomb mm. on me. All right, good. Mm. Well played. And go ahead and ask me how I spell crises, too. How do you spell crises? Oh, this is good. I bet you it's. I, I bet you he has two e's on it. C r i s e e s. Obviously, God. I knew it wasn't right, but I still don't know what it is. I knew it. So, I, it's there's C- an accent. There's well, no, I, 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 I just think it's C r i s e s. Crises. I don't think it has two e's. I think it's just s e s. Crises. Okay. Multiple crises. <laughs> Um, uh, can we real, <laughs> real quick. So we talked about Skibellis and again, I want to, I want to read the tweet. Uh, and, and again, let me, let me set the scene on this. Okay. Skip Bayless no, FS1. I know, I know, I know. And I'm sorry to bring this back into sensitive territory here, but again, this is, this is now, uh, normally I try to avoid Skip Bayless at every turn because I, I don't think a lot of the time he's a caricature of himself. So a lot of the time he's just not worth our, our attention. Okay. But, but I actually think that he, he was in the right. Say it with your chest. He was, he was trying to do something right. He was trying to do the right thing Monday night. As Damar Hamlin's laying on the field receiving CPR, Skip Bayless tried his best to show empathy, to show concern. He's not good at that because he doesn't show empathy or concern for anything, right? He's always got to take. It's hot. Here, take my hot take. This it's is, hot, hot, hot. Here's my take. This, take is the, this is the same guy who told his wife that she comes second. Right. Right behind sports. Right. Sports and work, that was his priority, and straight up told his wife to her face this. Okay? So, my take's hot. It's hot. Put on a put on an oven mitt because it's hot and it's coming at you. It's takey. Take my take. Like, that's Skip. I get that. Okay? So, so Skip Bayless, Waldemar Hamlin is laying in cardiac arrest on the field, and Cincinnati tweets the following. Not sure what happened to Damar Hamlin. Players on both teams are shaken. Ambulance out on the field. CPR administered. Can't remember play being stopped for this length of time. Just said a prayer for Damar and his family. 
then he goes on to say, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Again, was it well-worded? No. But did he mean to be disrespectful? I don't think so. He ended it which, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Like that, to me, I keep going back to that because Skip is, I think what he's trying to do is convey, yeah, this is an important game, but now it really doesn't feel like it matters. That, if he was a normal human being, Correct. is how he would have tweeted in that moment. Now, he also could have been a regular human being and just not tweeted anything, but he's Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. He's Skip Bayless, so of course he's got to... He's got to get something out there. He's got to be a part of the ethos of the sports conversation. So I have actually been defending Skip. Stone, you've been defending Skip. Yes, I have. Um, I don't defend Skip for anything, but I've been defending him because I don't think his intent was to hurt or to be edgy. And I think, of course, it wasn't. And I'm passionate about this topic because you've heard me speak about cancel culture before, but any chance something like this comes up, It's let's pick a side. Let's stand on one side of the fence, and I get to point out why I'm right, and you get to point out why you think you're right, and we're going to go to battle. We shouldn't be going over to battle uh, out of this at all. And when we asked earlier what's still bothering you, angering you, Mm -hmm. you know, two days later, post this DeMar Hamlin situation, it's that everybody feels the need to have an opinion on the topic. Everybody feels the need to tweet something the Monday night. Like, it just let's get involved, right? I got to throw my opinion out there. It's not what any of this is about. Don't pick a side. You have your own take. Cool, that's you and your own life experiences. Don't try to make this two-sided. Well, Jeanette, um, Shannon Sharp was not on Undisputed yesterday on FS1, Mm -hmm. um, but Skip was. And Skip, right off the top of the show, wanted to make sure that he apologized. Here's what (laughs) Skip Bayless had to say. Jen, allow me to say up front that I apologize for what we're going to set out to do here today if it offends anyone because oh we're we're going to try to do the show pretty much as we usually do the show but i'll admit up front i'm still shook up by what happened last night that to demar really hamlin in fact i'm still wrecked in fact i'm not sure i'm capable of doing this show today but after barely sleeping on it, I decided to give it a try. Courageous. Let's hear the first sentence of, of Skip Bayless's apology real quick. Let's just hear the first sentence of the Skip Bayless apology. I apologize for what we're going to set out to do here today if it offends anyone. Oh, weird. That's That doesn't sound like he's apologizing for the tweet. That just sounds like he's no. having a preemptive apology for something he might be reckless and say on a disputed. Am I, am I wrong about this, Jeanette? <laughs> no. Like, Jeanette, am I wrong no. about that? No. Right. right. No. I mean, Not at all. So, uh, you guys know where I stand on this. No, I know. You're, you're, you're very anti-skip. And this is what I get, though, I feel like, for trying to support Skip Bayless. <laughs> Because then everything I tried to do in the aftermath to say, oh, it was just misinterpreted. He didn't word it well, but the intent was there to to show sympathy and empathy. It gets blown up when he drops that. When he drops that phony, needless apology. He didn't apologize for anything. (laughs) I mean, the execution was the most off-the-mark apology that we've ever heard. No, and I would argue that's him trolling. 
That's actually him trolling. Which is hilarious because people can don't understand that. That he knew what he was doing. And if you're getting outraged, yeah. you're falling but right then, into the trap. There's a piece of cheese right, right. there. But then, and here's Skip That Bayless. also makes him a piece of crap read, that I can no longer defend. Piece of crap. Of course, he always has read, been. Read the freaking room. But he's this not is capable somebody's of life. This is somebody's life. Let me ask you guys this, Period. though. Do you think he's capable of reading the room? Of course, he never has been. Yeah. So so why are you holding this guy to his standard to read the room? He would tell you what room. We're not sitting but in this, a room. This goes this to... This would have been... He has... Oh, did we lose Boy, Jeanette? he does. There we go. Repeat that, Jeanette. Has... You dropped real quick. Repeat that real quick. He has power in what he does mm-hmm. and where he sits. This would have been the one time to prove that he is capable of reading the room and having empathy. He he can't. He can't. He tried. It came off poorly. And instead of owning it, saying, hey, I just... He can't admit that, hey, I didn't word my tweet well. Like, that's all he had to say. He doesn't have to apologize for what he said. I didn't word my tweet well. And instead, he dropped that and he trolled. He couldn't even bring himself to that. And that is where, lesson learned, I should never defend Skip Bayless ever Ever again. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Hey, do your joints hurt? Does your ankle hurt? Well, I got something that can help you because I'm just that nice. Baptist Health Orthopedic Chair. Team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. The latest on Damar Hamlin, Buffalo Bill, still in intensive care, still in critical condition at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center after his cardiac arrest Monday night on the field. According to his uncle, had to have his heart restarted on two different occasions, once on the field and then once they got to the hospital. But uh, there has been an improvement in his vitals. Uh, His ventilator has been turned to 50%. Uh, That according to uh, DeMar Hamlin's uncle and his marketing representative, Jordan Rooney. And then... Uh, I, I think reiterated in not as exact uh, words by the Buffalo Bills who tweeted 20 minutes ago that uh, DeMar Hamlin has seen improved numbers. He has improved overnight. So that is an exceptionally good sign. You know what I was thinking about, Jeanette? Um, Skip Bayless could have easily yesterday on Undisputed on FS1 uh, based off of his tweet on Monday night that came off as insensitive Though, again, I think that his heart was in the right place. He was trying, attempting. He's a ghoul, but to show sympathy and empathy. But he could have easily yesterday jumped on to FS1 and said, okay, this is what I meant. It was misconstrued. This is what I meant to say. But instead, he just decided to go the complete different direction and just say, you know what? I'm Skip Bayless, and I'm not apologizing for anything. I'm not doing that. In fact, I'm going to troll and offer an insincere fake apology. 
I, I, I mean, the man has shown us clearly who he is, but it's almost impressive at this point just how double-down ghoul he is. And we have more from Skip tomorrow, I promise you. For Jeanette, who has finished weeding for now, and Stone, I'm Ken. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Hey, Stone, what you know about FAU basketball? I know a lot, Ken. I know that these guys are 12-1. and I know that that train is just chugging along. Yeah. That's right. Just like Brightline with the new station in Boca. Brightline, GoBrightline.com, free Brightline app, new stations, Boca Raton and Aventura. And, of course, the stations in West Palm, Fort Lauderdale, Miami. It's the stress-free way to get through all of South Florida. Want to see those surging heat? Tyler Hero, late-game assassin. They're back. They're back, baby. Playing like a playoff team again. Head down to see the heat on the buzzer beater train. There's no better way. West Palm, get those premium seats. Go to the premium lounge. Have some snacks. Have some Pinot. Get on the train. More of the same, and then you get down to Miami Central Station, walk a block and a half. There's heat basketball right there for you. Three trains after the final horde, so you will not be left behind to get you back home. Brightline, the big yellow fast train. Brightline, go brightline.com and get your tickets on the free Brightline app. Florida Atlantic Basketball, as Stone said, 12-1 on the season. They are 2-0 in Conference USA, receiving votes in both the AP Top 25 and in the coaches' poll, and are coming off of a win over the defending Conference USA regular season champions on the road at North Texas last Thursday. FAU scoring the final 13 points of the game and route to a come-from-behind 50-46 to win over North Texas. And tomorrow night, it is the defending Conference USA tournament champions with the nation's Ooh. leading scorer in Jelly Walker coming in. UAB heads into Boca, Florida Atlantic, and UAB tomorrow night, 7 o'clock at the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena. And joining us now is FAU head basketball coach Dusty May. Coach, really good to talk to you as always. And so um, how was, first of all, before we get into basketball, how was the, uh, the new year? Do anything special? I assume it was great. Can I spend uh, New Year's looking at my eyelids? Uh, oh, come on. Uh, we, we, had a, we had a tough stretch, and I've set the bar low over the years for my wife. So, yeah, we just uh, we played some board games and went to bed early. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the May family knows what they're getting when New Year's comes around. Uh, Coach is, is not doing the whole midnight thing. So, I, um, I, I will dive into UAB for a moment, but, but just how special – has this experience so far, and I know there's a lot of season left to go, and I know you, you are locked in on tomorrow night, but how special has the have these 13, these first 13 games been with a win at Florida, with a win at North Texas, beating Bryant, beating Northern Kentucky, Florida Gulf Coast, all these tournament caliber teams. How special have the first 13 games been for you personally? Well, Ken, the, the most rewarding part has simply been how our guys have been about each other, and, and we've won in so many different ways with different leading scores and different guys stepping up. And, and we're a team sport that is slowly evolving away from the team part of it. Um, it's, it's been refreshing and rewarding uh, to see these guys do something special together, and, and I do think we're very aware that we're much stronger uh, playing with each other than we are as individuals. So. That's been the most rewarding part as far as the record and all that. It comes at you so fast. Uh, we turned the page after a, a, about a, 
30 minutes after the game, turn the page to the next opponent. Um, so I'm sure hopefully we keep this thing going and, and we can reflect after the season. But right now, uh, as, as they say, over mountains and more mountains, we've got a couple big mountains coming up. Coach, be honest, did you have a feeling, you know, in the offseason, in the weight room, training camp, the lead up to the season that, hey, I got a good group of guys. This could really be a special season. Absolutely. We knew it all summer because of the way the, our guys worked and they were together. And, you know, I, I do believe we've learned from some of our, our mistakes in the past that kept us from being our absolute best. So, um, absolutely, you could see our guys growing. Uh, we had a great offseason in the weight room, uh, on the court. Um, as a staff, we're getting better at, at teaching uh, every year, every day. And, and we, we feel like we focused on the right things this offseason. And, and then, first and foremost, though, our, our guys are extremely talented, and they, and they worked hard. FAU head basketball coach Dusty May with us here on ESPN 106.3. I'll be on the call of FAU and UAB tomorrow night, a first-place battle in Conference USA. FAU receiving votes in the top 25, both AP and coaches poll. 7 o'clock start time at the Eleanor Arbaldwin Arena. We're packing the Ellie. Uh, so, yeah, it's great that I'm on the call, but need to see you out there. 866-FAU-ALS-FAU-Tickets.com. 866-FAU-ALS-FAU-Tickets.com. And I mentioned the receiving votes in the top 25. Receiving votes in both polls has never happened before in FAU basketball history. There's a lot of national discussion now from some of the familiar pundits like a, a Jeff Goodman or a Seth Davis talking about your basketball team. How do your guys handle that? Um, Ken, I, I don't think they, they pay attention to it because it does feel good, but they enjoy the, the, the basketball part. So when we're in film, we're in practice, we're prepared for the game, they're locked in on that, and, and everything else is just, I think, is, is, is a nice slap on the back that, hey, you guys are doing it the right way, and, and you guys are fun to watch. So they are, they are garnering the national attention, but that's not why we do it. Um, but but it, is, it is a nice for guys to see um, this wonderful university, their name being mentioned uh, with, with all the other schools up there. And, and it's just a start. Same thing you said after Florida, this cannot be a culmination where – uh, we're receiving votes. We've got to keep winning games and playing good basketball and, and, and chasing our dream of, of hanging a championship banner. Now, the win at Florida, that's the one up on the marquee. That's the one with the flashing lights around it. That's the one where people sort of raised their eyebrows and said, oh, whoa, FAU might have something here. But I would argue that what you did last Thursday going to Denton, Texas, was a more impressive victory against a North Texas team that's won two of the last three regular season championships in Conference USA two years ago, won the CUSA tourney, and won an NCAA tournament team against Purdue. You go to Denton Thursday against a team that has the second-best scoring defense in the entire country, not CUSA, but the entire country behind former number one and soon-to-be new number one Houston, and you score the final 13 points of that game. You had only 37 points on the scoreboard with four minutes left, and you go on a 13-0 run to end it. How in the world did your team do that? Confidence, belief, and, and to be honest, Ken, you, you try to work hard to get good quality shots every possession, and then sometimes they go in and sometimes they don't. It was almost as if uh, when, when North Texas went up nine, there wasn't any more pressure. It was, it was, it was kind of our guys played looser, and then once one went in, then it felt like the lid was off the basket because, to be honest, as, as, as good of a defensive team as North Texas is, we were actually pleased with a lot of the looks we got in the first and second half. Um, but anytime you're playing a low-possession game and each look is challenged, you usually don't shoot as well. But 
fortunately for us, our, our defense and rebounding uh, carried us, and, and that's what you have to be. You have to be a balanced team that can play special teams, can play offense, can play defense, and then each night uh, you're going to be presented with different challenges. But you got to take what the game gives you, and, and I do think our guys uh, were able to find a way to win playing their style of play, which is tough. FAU has a massive one tomorrow night against UAB. And again, Jelly Walker comes in, guard the leading scorer in the country to the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena. FAU UAB, 7 o'clock tomorrow, 866-FAU-ALS, FAUtickets.com. Get your tickets, 866-FAU-ALS, FAUtickets.com. Now, there's only one person on this show that actually got a degree from Florida Atlantic, and that's Jeanette Javier. And uh, Jeanette, you went to the Florida Gulf Coast game, right? Yes, yeah. and then I went to another game a couple weeks ago. Yeah, you well. went to Northern Kentucky I'm to go as well. As much as I can. Yeah, so yes. so yes, tell yes, yes, if yes. you could tell Coach what you've told me, especially after the Florida Gulf Coast game, about what you witnessed. Yeah, so I went from 09 to 13, so I had the chance to see the 2001, uh, 2011 run in the Sun Belt Championship. Um, the crowd and the energy in the borough right now does not compare to what I experienced as a student in that 2001 it's better, right? championship. It is 50 times better. You have flags. You have student body paint all over the place. It's so the chance, the noise. It, I am energized just by looking at that student section, and I'm super pumped about what they're experiencing watching this team go off right now. Um, how has all that support been for the team and you guys right now? It's palpable. You can feel it when you come into our gym, and it gives our guys so much confidence and energy uh, to feel like the student body, especially, is behind them. And, and the crowds have grown uh, exponentially over the years, but they seem to be more consistent now. And tomorrow will be a great test with with all the students still not back on campus. We encourage a lot of them to get back early, go ahead and come to campus, and, and, and help us celebrate against the preseason uh, number one team if we can knock them off tomorrow. FAU UAB again tickets 866 FAUALS FAU tickets.com right here in South Florida you have by the metrics the best mid-major college basketball team in the entire United States of America again right here out of Boca Raton and FAU 866 FAUALS FAU tickets.com coach tomorrow against UAB they made the NCAA tournament last year Jelly Walker in college basketball circles very very known entity can score at will how do you how do you compete with this team? How do you neutralize him? Well, he, he's going to get us points. We we like we did with Antoine Davis from Detroit, the, the, the two top scorers in college basketball. We have to make him score inefficiently, and then it can't keep us from rebounding the basketball and letting some of the other guys uh, get career highs or career nights. So um, it, it's going to come down to making him play inefficient basketball, and then can we rebound and keep them out of transition? And, you know, last year, third place, we turned the ball over. We were in great position to win, and we turned the ball over. They were able to get out in the open floor. So if we can handle the ball, handle the glass, we should be fine tomorrow. One of college basketball's best teams in Palm Beach County. Florida Atlantic is 12-1, 2-0 in Conference USA, receiving votes in both college basketball top 25 polls, and the preseason favorite in CUSA comes into Boca Raton tomorrow night at the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena. FAU 12-1, 12-2 UAB, and the winner sits atop CUSA. Coach, thank you so much for the time. Really appreciate it. We'll talk to you tomorrow night, okay? Thanks a lot, Ken. Hopefully the, the FAU will be packed. 
That's right. Pack the Ellie. We're doing it. Coach Dusty May, FAU head basketball coach, joining us here on Ken LaVica Live. And again, I can't stress this enough. Uh, that and Jeanette, you can attest to this as well. I, we always sit down here and we say, "Oh, everyone's from somewhere else," and "Oh, all these transplants," and you you never know who's rooting for who, and there's nothing to get behind. Well, damn it, you've got a 12 in one college basketball team that's receiving votes in the AP top 25 and the coaches top 25, the coaches poll that's in Boca Raton that is having an unbelievable year that's being talked about. If the NCAA tournament, by the way, started today, FAU would be a 9 or a 10 seed. Think about that. A 9 or a 10 seed because their resume in the non-conference was so impressive. Their net ranking in the NCAA, which is basically the resume, what the tournament selection committee uses to place these teams, they're top 10 in the country (laughs) right now. So, Jeanette, like everybody's always looking down here for something to get behind. Good Lord, this is the thing to get behind. I literally had this conversation with a friend uh, two weeks ago. We're like, I really want to go to an FSU basketball game. I really want to go to a UM basketball. I literally told them, and they live in Delray Beach. I was like, you need to get up and drive 15 minutes to go to an FAU home game. It's that simple. Yeah. You want to see some good basketball? It's right. It's literally back. It's in your backyard. It's right there. Shut up and go to Florida Atlantic University men's basketball game right now. Man. They are on fire. Jeanette's selling it. A free, I love free pub. I love that. So, by the way, Stone is uh, jumping full body into the FAU basketball Popping pool that tomorrow jerk. night for the first time. That's right. Ooh, <laughs> okay, so, like, do we, what are you going to wear, Stone? Uh, I'll probably go shirtless. Do you or, have <laughs> I was thinking about body paint it? Yeah, I was thinking about showing up to the student section and, and trying to get rowdy in the bro. No, I'm kidding. I'm bringing a bunch of friends, though. They obviously have caught notice uh, at this point of what FAU is doing right now. So I said, we're tagging along. Yeah, y'all are late. We're going About to check. Time, I've invited you a couple Trust times. me, my wallet is not late on this FAU this men's is, basketball team, all right? Uh, I knew that was coming. He's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this man just betting his life away. No, no, absolutely not. But, but we are showing up to this game. I'm so excited. The videos of the students, the videos yeah, of kind of... You know, just the energy around the team is real. It's, it's real. It's right in front of your face. It's awesome stuff. And so uh, Jeanette will get over being offended that she has invited you twice, and I've been there when <laughs> she did it both times, and you spurned her both times, mm-hmm. and now you're going. I mean, uh, Jeanette, you can. Uh, I mean, go ahead and take take uh, oh. uh, just a moment here to uh, to, to uh, scold him if you could. Yeah, no, it's just Stone, you know, Stone, why don't you come to something that meant so much to me? You know, we worked together for almost a year right now. Uh Why don't you come to this place that has made me fall in love with Boca in multiple ways? So why don't don't you just come with me so I can give you the tour of Florida Atlantic University basketball? And uh, nothing. He doesn't even say no. I just assume he's not going. Yeah. I always get two tickets. Ken. Uh, you always you do. always send me two tickets. That's right. And I always have one open, yep. ready, just in case Stone on the on the miracle does show up. Yeah. But he doesn't even tell me. You know. So dare, go have some fun, Stone. Dare I say? Dare I say? I wasn't sure <laughs> if these owls were really that scary. If they were really that serious, uh, and I've been proven wrong. Oh my, week no, my god! After week, <gasps> after week, Whoa. after week. Jeanette, if he would have come with you to see that Florida Gulf Coast game where FAU absolutely pasted them, <laughs> then he would have believed a lot earlier. Typical Stone, not believing in anything, Bro. Um, until the actual numbers are up. Mm-hmm. So if you would have just trusted Ken and I, 
yeah. and listen to Coach Dusty I, May, yeah. then you would have been there since the beginning. Well, well, this is but no, you're a little bandwagoner FAU <laughs> fan, and I have to prepare mentally for uh-huh. all of you who didn't <laughs> listen to us a couple months back. Yeah. And you know what? The whole My whole neighborhood in Orlando just heard me. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> I'm typically the person who does buy stock in teams, players pretty early on, so I miss the mark here. But yeah. I'm here. I've arrived. I can't wait to get to the borough. Shirtless, pantsless, I love painted it. up. You're, 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 what colors are you wearing? What colors are you wearing? I'm wearing some uh, whatever the red and Twitter blue. account tells me to wear. Yeah, red, uh, what, wear some red and blue. I okay. don't know if there's going to be a color tomorrow night, but what I would do is paint. <laughs> I it, have a couple. Paint an F, paint an F on your, your shoulder and then um, surround your nipples in A and U. Yeah, that, that's yeah. not bad. That's the way to go. That's not bad at all. My friends will be really I, happy. <laughs> I found a couple men's uh, basketball shirts mm. uh, back home in Orlando. Oh, weird! Who did those come from, Jeanette? Uh, Jeanette, you know, she's more I than a fan. I have a, yeah, <laughs> I have a co- close, uh, uh-huh. close connection. To the <laughs> you got a hookup. You've, you've, you've had a hookup. <laughs> I need a hookup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly. how you got shirts. Uh, clothing uh, and a couple yeah. sweatshirts too. They don't have <laughs> FAU men's basketball. Plugged in. But if you need them, Stone, I got you. Oh man, we've run the full gamut of FAU basketball talk for tickets. Eight six six FAU Wiles. FAU Tickets dot com. Eight six six FAU Wiles. FAU Tickets dot com. A massive one tomorrow night. One of the biggest games in the country, and certainly the biggest mid major game. FAU and UAB tomorrow night from the Eleanor R. Baldwin Arena. We're packing the alley. Eight six six FAU Wiles and FAU Tickets. When uh, FAUtickets.com. When we return, uh, we started discussing Skip Bayless earlier in the show. His insensitive tweet that I don't think was was uh, ultimately insensitive. I think it was presented poorly when Demar Hamlin's laying on the turf, motionless and uh, dying in Cincinnati. That said, the aftermath. Uh, Skip Bayless and his behavior after the fact has me reconsidering my my defense of Skip Bayless. Uh, we'll discuss that when we come back. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican queen, hanging out with her FAU men's basketball clothes. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Before we dive back into anything, the Buffalo Bills have just given an update on Damar Hamlin, and it reads as the following. This was tweeted 10 minutes ago, and it's what we've been echoing uh, for a good portion of today's show, based off of what uh, DeMar Hamlin's uncle uh, told NFL Network last night and what uh, Jordan Rooney, DeMar Hamlin's marketing representative, uh, what, what he told select media outlets. But this from the Buffalo Bills. DeMar remains in the ICU in critical condition with signs of improvement, noted yesterday and overnight. He is expected to remain under intensive care as his healthcare team continues to monitor and treat him. So that is the latest on Bill Safety Damar Hamlin, who went in a cardiac arrest, received nine minutes of CPR and AED treatment on the field Monday night in Cincinnati. He's been in intensive care in critical condition at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center ever since. Uh, so still in the ICU, but again, the key. Uh, the the key sentence here from the Buffalo Bills: signs of improvement noted yesterday 
and overnight. So that is exceptional news and reinforces some of the positivity that we had been hearing throughout the course of the morning into this afternoon. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. She's in Orlando. She has finished weeding her backyard at the request of Mommy. Well done, Jeanette. The pictures no. look great. No, I'm not done. You're not done? I thought you were done. Oh. The, 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 the stone walkway looked done. The stone, uh, no, there's others, crevices. Um, I don't know what this crevices. is outside. Crevices. Crevasses. Yeah. There's grass between the crevasses. Can you, oh, can you send out on social media at Jeanette and Juice, at Jeanette and Juice, um, uh, the, at least the weeded portion so we can grade it out? Yeah, the before and after. Yeah. Oh, yeah, before and after. Great call if you could do that. And I was near the crevasses. Yeah, I was wondering what you guys were doing with crevasses there. Am I missing something? Is it an inside joke? No, it's just uh, I like uh, I think it's better than crevice. Crevice okay, sounds like oh, I picked this out of my crevice. Like crevasse <laughs> uh, is more classy. Nice because yeah, I, yeah we're educated people. So right, like, right. We're cultured. Uh-huh. Well, well, that's uh-huh. kind of, that's kind of why I was bringing it up because um, you know I'm not. One with, you know, the best vocabulary, the most extensive Webster vocabulary. You don't say based off of that sentence you just uttered. So earlier in the show, (laughs) Ken let slip, you know, crises. And I'm thinking. Oh, crises. And I'm thinking, hmm. Yeah, I know. It wasn't Uh right. Should I speak up? Should I speak up? Like, I don't want to shoot and miss here. And I wrote down crises. So I just wanted to bring that one back up since you guys are mixing up words here, too. Stone sat on that. I said that (laughs) like 15 minutes into the show. And so Stone sat on that for 90 minutes for the right time to drop the crises bomb Mm. on me. All right, good. Mm. Well played. Go ahead and ask me how I spell crises, too. How do you spell crises? Oh, this is good. I bet you it's. I, I bet you he has two e's on it. C r i s e e s. Obviously, I knew it wasn't right, but I still don't know what it is. I knew it. I, so, it's there's C- an accent. There's well, no, I, 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 I just think it's C r i s e s. Crises. I don't think it has two e's. I think it's just s e s. Crises. Okay. Multiple crises. <laughs> Um, uh, can we real, (laughs) real quick. So we talked about Skibellis and again, I want to, I want to read the tweet. Uh, And and again, let me, let me set the scene on this. Okay. Skip Bayless FS1. I know, I know, I know. And I'm sorry to bring this back into sensitive territory here, but again, this is, this is now, uh, normally I try to avoid Skip Bayless at every turn because I, I don't think a lot of the time he's a caricature of himself. So a lot of the time he's just not worth our, our attention. Okay. But, but I actually think that he, he was in the right. Say it with your chest. He was, he was trying to do something right. He was trying to do the right thing Monday night. As Damar Hamlin's laying on the field receiving CPR, Skip Bayless tried his best to show empathy, to show concern. He's not good at that because he doesn't show empathy or concern for anything, right? He's always, got to take, it's hot. Here, take my hot take. This it's is, hot, hot, hot. Here's my take. This, take is the, this is the same guy who told his wife that she comes second. Right. Right behind sports. Right. Sports and work, that was his priority, and straight up told his wife to her face this. Okay? So, my take's hot. It's hot. Put on, a, put on an oven mitt because it's hot and it's coming at you. It's takey. Take my take. Like, that's Skip. I get that. Okay? So, so Skip Bayless, Waldemar Hamlin is laying in cardiac arrest on the field, and Cincinnati tweets the following. Not sure what happened to Damar Hamlin. Players on both teams are shaken. Ambulance out on the field. CPR administered. Can't remember play being stopped for this length of time. Just said a prayer for Damar and his family. Uh, 
then he goes on to say, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Again, was it well-worded? No. But did he mean to be disrespectful? I don't think so. He ended it which, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Like that, to me, I keep going back to that because Skip is, I think what he's trying to do is convey, yeah, this is an important game, but now it really doesn't feel like it matters. That, if he was a normal human being, Correct. is how he would have tweeted in that moment. Now, he also could have been a regular human being and just not tweeted anything, but he's Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. He's Skip Bayless, so of course he's got to... He's got to get something out there. He's got to be a part of the ethos of the sports conversation. So I have actually been defending Skip. Stone, you've been defending Skip. Yes, I have. Um, I don't defend Skip for anything, but I've been defending him because I don't think his intent was to hurt or to be edgy. And I think, of course, it wasn't. And I'm passionate about this topic because you've heard me speak about cancel culture before, but any chance something like this comes up, it's let's pick a side. Let's stand on one side of the fence, and I get to point out why I'm right, and you get to point out why you think you're right, and we're going to go to battle. We shouldn't be going over to battle uh, out of this at all. And when we asked earlier what's still bothering you, angering you, mm-hmm. you know, two days later, post this DeMar Hamlin situation, it's that everybody feels the need to have an opinion on the topic. Everybody feels the need to tweet something the Monday night. Like, it just let's get involved, right? i got to throw my opinion out yeah. there. It's not what any of this is about. Don't pick a side. You have your own take. Cool, that's you and your own life experiences. Don't try to make this two-sided. Well, Jeanette, um, Shannon Sharp was not on Undisputed yesterday on FS1, Mm -hmm. um, but Skip was. And Skip, right off the top of the show, wanted to make sure that he apologized. Here's what (laughs) Skip Bayless had to say. Jen, allow me to say up front that I apologize for what we're going to set out to do here today if it offends anyone because oh we're we're going to try to do the show pretty much as we usually do the show but i'll admit up front i'm still shook up by what happened last night that sounds to really DeMar Hamlin. in fact i'm still wrecked in fact i'm not sure i'm capable of doing this show today but after barely sleeping on it, I decided to give it a try. Courageous. Let's hear the first sentence of, of Skip Bayless's apology real quick. Let's just hear the first sentence of the Skip Bayless apology. I apologize for what we're going to set out to do here today if it offends anyone. Oh, weird. That's That doesn't sound like he's apologizing for the tweet. That just sounds like he's no. having a preemptive apology for something he might be reckless and say on a disputed. Am I, am I wrong about this, Jeanette? <laughs> no. Like, Jeanette, am I wrong no. about that? No. Right. right. No. I mean, Not at all. So, uh, you guys know where I stand on this. No, I know. You're, you're, you're very anti-skip. And this is what I get, though, I feel like, for trying to support Skip Bayless. <laughs> Because then everything I tried to do in the aftermath to say, oh, it was just misinterpreted. He didn't word it well, but the intent was there to to show sympathy and empathy. It gets blown up when he drops that. When he drops that phony, needless apology. He didn't apologize for anything. (laughs) I mean, the execution was the most off-the-mark apology that we've ever heard. No, and I would argue that's him trolling. 
That's actually him trolling. Which is hilarious because people can don't understand that. That he knew what he was doing. And if you're getting outraged, yeah. you're falling but right into the trap. There's a piece of cheese right, right. there. But then and here's Skip That Bayless. also makes him a piece of crap Reed, that I can no longer defend. Piece of crap. Of course, he always has Reed, been. Read the freaking room. But he's this not is somebody's life. This is somebody's life. Let me ask you guys Period. this, though. Do you think he's capable of reading the room? Of course, he never has been. Yeah. So so why are you holding this guy to his standard to read the room? He would tell you what room. We're not sitting but in this, a room. This goes this to... This would have been... He has... Oh, did we lose Boy, Jeanette? he does. There we go. Repeat that, Jeanette. Has... You dropped real quick. Repeat that real quick. He has power in what he does mm -hmm. and where he sits. This would have been the one time to prove that he is capable of reading the room well, and no, having he, empathy. He, he can't. He can't. He tried. It came off poorly. And instead of owning it, saying, hey, I just... He can't admit that, hey, I didn't word my tweet well. Like, that's all he had to say. All he had he to doesn't do. have to apologize for what he said. I didn't word my tweet well. And instead, he dropped that and he trolled. He couldn't even bring himself to that. And that is where, lesson learned, I should never defend Skip Bayless ever, ever again. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Hey, do your joints hurt? Does your ankle hurt? Well, I got something that can help you because I'm just that nice. Baptist Health Orthopedic Chair, team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. The latest on DeMar Hamlin, Buffalo Bill, still in intensive care, still in critical condition at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center after his cardiac arrest Monday night on the field. According to his uncle, had to have his heart restarted on two different occasions, once on the field and then once they got to the hospital. But uh, there has been an improvement in his vitals. Uh, his ventilator has been turned to 50%. Uh, that, according to uh, DeMar Hamlin's uncle and his marketing representative, Jordan Rooney. And then, uh, I, I think, reiterated in not as exact uh, words by the Buffalo Bills, who tweeted 20 minutes ago that uh, DeMar Hamlin has seen improved numbers. He has improved overnight. So that is an exceptionally good sign. You know what I was thinking about, Jeanette? Um, Skip Bayless could have easily yesterday on Undisputed, on FS1, uh, based off of his tweet on Monday night that came off as insensitive. Though, again, I think that his heart was in the right place. He was trying, attempting. He's a ghoul, but to show sympathy and empathy. But he could have easily yesterday jumped on to FS1 and said, okay, this is what I meant. It was misconstrued. This is what I meant to say. But instead, he just decided to go the complete different direction and just say, you know what? I'm Skip Bayless, and I'm not apologizing for anything. I'm not doing that. In fact, I'm going to troll and offer an insincere fake apology. 
I, I mean, the man has shown us clearly who he is, but it's almost impressive at this point just how double-down ghoul he is. And we have more from Skip tomorrow, I promise you. For Jeanette, who has finished weeding for now, and Stone, I'm Ken. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 1063. Before we dive back into anything, the Buffalo Bills have just given an update on DeMar Hamlin, and it reads as the following. This was tweeted 10 minutes ago, and it's what we've been echoing uh, for a good portion of today's show based off of what uh, DeMar Hamlin's uncle uh, told NFL Network last night and what uh, Jordan Rooney, DeMar Hamlin's marketing representative, uh, what, what he told select media outlets. But this from the Buffalo Bills. DeMar remains in the ICU in critical condition with signs of improvement, noted yesterday and overnight. He is expected to remain under intensive care as his health care team continues to monitor and treat him. So that is the latest on Bill Safety, DeMar Hamlin, who went in a cardiac arrest, received nine minutes of CPR and AED treatment on the field Monday night in Cincinnati. He's been in intensive care in critical condition at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center ever since. Uh, so still in the ICU, but again, the key uh, the the key sentence here from the Buffalo Bills, signs of improvement noted yesterday and overnight. So that is exceptional news and reinforces some of the positivity that we had been hearing throughout the course of the morning into this afternoon. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. She's in Orlando. She has finished weeding her backyard at the request of Mommy. Well done, Jeanette. The pictures no. look great. No, I'm not done. You're not done? I thought you were done. Oh. The, 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 the stone walkway looked done. The stone, uh, no, there's others, crevices. Um, I don't know what this crevices. is outside. But there's crevasses. Yeah. There's grass between the crevasses. Can you, so can you send out on social media, at Jeanette and Juice, at Jeanette and Juice, um, uh, the, at least the weeded portion so we can grade it out? Yeah, the before and after. Yeah, oh yeah, before and after. Great call if you could do that. And I was near the crevasses. Yeah, I was wondering what you guys were doing with crevasses there. Am I missing something? Is it an inside joke? No, it's just uh, I like. I, I think it's better than crevice. Crevice okay, sounds like oh, I picked this out of my crevice. Like crevasse <laughs> ah, is more classy. Nice because yeah, I, yeah we're educated people. So right, right. We're cultured. Uh-huh. Well, well, that's uh-huh. kind of, that's kind of why I was bringing it up because um, you know I'm not. One with, you know, the best vocabulary, the most extensive Webster vocabulary. You you don't say based off of that sentence you just uttered. So earlier in the show, (laughs) Ken let slip, you know, crises. And I'm thinking. Oh, crises. And I'm thinking, hmm. Yeah, I know. It wasn't Uh right. Should I speak? Should I speak? Should I speak up? Like, I don't want to shoot and miss here. And I wrote down crises. So I just wanted to bring that one back up since you guys are mixing up words here too. Stone sat on that. I said that (laughs) like 15 minutes into the show. And so Stone sat on that for 90 minutes (laughs) for the right time to drop the crises bomb Mm. on me. All right, good. Mm. Well played. Go ahead and ask me how I spell crises too. How do you spell crises? Oh, this is good. I bet you it's. I, I bet you he has two e's on it. C r i s e e s. Oh Obviously, I knew it wasn't right, but I still don't know what it is. I knew it. So, I, it's there's C- an accent. There's well, no, I, 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 I just think it's c r i s e s. Crises. I don't think it has two e's. I think it's just s e s. Crises. Okay. Multiple crises. <laughs> 
Um, uh, can we real <laughs> real quick? So we talked about Skibellis, and again, I want to I want to read the tweet. Uh, and again, let me let me set the scene on this. Okay, Skip Bayless, no, FS1. Getting along. I know, I know, I know, and I'm sorry to bring this back into sensitive territory here, but again, this is this is now. Uh, <laughs> Normally, I try to avoid Skip Bayless at every turn because I don't think a lot of the time he's a caricature of himself. So a lot of the time he's just not worth our our attention. Okay, but but I actually think that he he was in the right. Say it with your chest. He was he was trying to do something right. He was trying to do the right thing Monday night as Demar Hamlin's laying on the field receiving CPR. Skip Bayless tried his best to show empathy, to show concern. He's not good at that because he doesn't show empathy or concern for anything, right? He's always got a take. It's hot. Here, take my hot take. This it's is, hot, hot, hot. Here's my take. This, take is the, this is the same guy who told his wife that she comes second. Right. Right behind sports. Right. Sports and work, that was his priority, and straight up told his wife to her face this. Okay, so my take's hot. It's hot. Put on a put on an oven mitt because it's hot and it's coming at you. It's takey. Take my take. Like that's Skip. I get that. Okay. So so Skip Bayless, Waldemar Hamlin is laying in cardiac arrest on the field, and Cincinnati tweets the following: Not sure what happened to Demar Hamlin. Players on both teams are shaken. Ambulance out on the field. CPR administered. Can't remember play being stopped for this length of time. Just said a prayer for Demar and his family. Uh, then he goes on to say, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Again, was it well-worded? No. But did he mean to be disrespectful? I don't think so. He ended it which, which suddenly seems so irrelevant. Like that, to me, I keep going back to that because... Skip is, I think what he's trying to do is convey, yeah, this is an important game, but now it really doesn't feel like it matters. That, if he was a normal human being, Correct. is how he would have tweeted in that moment. Now, he also could have been a regular human being and just not tweeted anything, but he's Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. He's Skip Bayless, so of course he's got he's to get something out there. He's got to be a part of the ethos of the sports conversation. So I have actually been defending Skip. Stone, you've been defending yes, Skip. Yes, I have. Um, I don't defend Skip for anything, but I've been defending him because I don't think his intent was to hurt or to be edgy. And I think, of course, it wasn't. And I'm passionate about this topic because you've heard me speak about cancel culture before, but any chance something like this comes up, it's let's pick a side. Let's stand on one side of the fence, and I get to point out why I'm right, and you get to point out why you think you're right, and we're going to go to battle. We shouldn't be going over to battle uh, out of this at all. And when we asked earlier what's still bothering you, angering you, Mm -hmm. you know, two days later— Post this DeMar Hamlin situation, it's that everybody feels the need to have an opinion on the topic. Everybody feels the need to tweet something that Monday night. Like, it just, let's get involved, right? I got to throw my opinion out there. It's not what any of this is about. Don't pick a side. You have your own take. Cool. That's you and your own life experiences. Don't try to make this two sided. Well, Jeanette, um, Shannon Sharp was not on Undisputed yesterday on FS1, Mm -hmm. um, but Skip was. And Skip, right off the top of the show, wanted to make sure that he apologized. Here's what Skip Bayless had to say. Jen, allow me to say up front that I apologize for what we're going to set out to do here today if it offends anyone because oh we're, we're going to try to do the show pretty much as we usually do the show. But I'll admit up front 
I'm still shook up by what happened last night that sounds to really Damar funny. Hamlin. In fact, I'm still wrecked. In fact, I'm not sure I'm capable of doing this show today. But after barely sleeping on it, I decided to give it a try. Courageous. Let's hear the first sentence of, of Skip Bayless's apology real quick. Let's just hear the first sentence of the Skip Bayless apology. I apologize for what we're going to set out to do here today if it offends anyone. Oh, weird. That's That doesn't sound like he's apologizing for the tweet. That just sounds like he's no. having a preemptive apology for something he might be reckless and say on a disputed. Am I, am I wrong about this, Jeanette? <laughs> no. Like, Jeanette, am I wrong no. about that? No. Right, right. No. I mean, not at all. So, I, you guys know where I stand on this. No, I know. You're, you're, you're very anti-Skip. And this is what I get, though, I feel like, for trying to support Skip Bayless, <laughs> because then everything I tried to do in the aftermath to say, oh, it was just misinterpreted, he didn't word it well, but the intent was there to, to show sympathy and empathy, it gets blown up when he drops that, when he drops that phony, needless apology. He didn't apologize for anything. <laughs> I mean, the execution was the most off-the-mark apology that we've ever heard. No, and right? I would argue that's him trolling. That's actually him trolling. Which is hilarious because people can don't understand that, that he knew what he was doing. And if you're getting outraged, yeah. you're falling but right into the trap. There's a piece of cheese right, right. there. But then and here's Skip That Bayless. also makes him a piece of crap read, that I can no longer defend. Piece of crap. Of course, he always has read, been. Read the freaking room. But he's this not is capable somebody's of. life. This is somebody's life. Let me ask you guys Period. this, though. Do you think he's capable of reading the room? Of course, he never has been. Yeah. So, so why are you holding this guy to his standard to ring the room? He would tell you what room. We're not sitting but in this, a room. This goes this to. This would have been. He has. No, oh, did we lose Jeanette? He does. There we go. Repeat that, Jeanette. Has... You dropped real quick. Repeat that real quick. He has power in what he does mm -hmm. and where he sits. This would have been the one time to prove that he is capable of reading the room and, and I, having empathy. He, he can't. He can't. He tried. It came off poorly. And instead of owning it, saying, hey, I just, he can't admit that, hey, I didn't word my tweet well. Like, that's all he had to say. All he had he to doesn't do. have to apologize for what he said. I didn't word my tweet well. And instead, he dropped that and he trolled. He couldn't even bring himself to that. And that is where, lesson learned, I should never defend Skip Bayless ever ever again. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. Hey, do your joints hurt? Does your ankle hurt? Well, I got something that can help you because I'm just that nice. Baptist Health Orthopedic Chair. Team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. The latest on DeMar Hamlin, Buffalo Bills still 
In intensive care, still in critical condition at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center after his cardiac arrest Monday night on the field. According to his uncle, had to have his heart restarted on two different occasions, once on the field and then once they got to the hospital. But uh, there has been an improvement in his vitals. Uh, His ventilator has been turned to 50%. Uh, That according to uh, DeMar Hamlin's uncle and his marketing representative, Jordan Rooney, and then... Uh, I, I think reiterated in not as exact uh, words by the Buffalo Bills who tweeted 20 minutes ago that uh, DeMar Hamlin has seen improved numbers. He has improved overnight. So that is an exceptionally good sign. You know what I was thinking about, Jeanette? Um, Skip Bayless could have easily yesterday on Undisputed on FS1 uh, based off of his tweet on Monday night that came off as insensitive Though, again, I think that his heart was in the right place. He was trying, attempting. He's a ghoul, but to show sympathy and empathy. But he could have easily yesterday jumped on to FS1 and said, okay, this is what I meant. It was misconstrued. This is what I meant to say. But instead, he just decided to go the complete different direction and just say, you know what? I'm Skip Bayless, and I'm not apologizing for anything. I'm not doing that. In fact, I'm going to troll and offer an insincere fake apology. I, I mean, the man has shown us clearly who he is, but it's almost impressive at this point just how double-down ghoul he is. And we have more from Skip tomorrow, I promise you. For Jeanette, who has finished weeding for now, and Stone, I'm Ken. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Hey. Do your joints hurt? Does your ankle hurt? Well, I got something that can help you because I'm just that nice. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. Team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. The latest on DeMar Hamlin, Buffalo Bill, still in intensive care, still in critical condition at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center after his cardiac arrest Monday night on the field. According to his uncle, had to have his heart restarted on two different occasions, once on the field and then once they got to the hospital. But uh, there has been an improvement in his vitals. Uh, His ventilator has been turned to 50%. uh, That according to uh, DeMar Hamlin's uncle and his marketing representative, Jordan Rooney, and then Uh, I I think reiterated in not as exact uh, words by the Buffalo Bills who tweeted 20 minutes ago that uh, DeMar Hamlin has seen improved numbers. He has improved overnight. So that is an exceptionally good sign. You know what I was thinking about, Jeanette? Um, Skip Bayless could have easily yesterday on Undisputed on FS1 uh, based off of his tweet on Monday night that came off as insensitive Though, again, I think that his heart was in the right place. He was trying, attempting. He's a ghoul, but to show sympathy and empathy. But he could have easily yesterday jumped on to FS1 and said, okay, this is what I meant. It was misconstrued. This is what I meant to say. 
But instead, he just decided to go the complete different direction and just say, you know what? I'm Skip Bayless, and I'm not apologizing for anything. I'm not doing that. In fact, I'm going to troll and offer an insincere fake apology. I, I, I mean, the man has shown us clearly who he is, but it's almost impressive at this point just how double-down ghoul he is. And we have more from Skip tomorrow, I promise you. For Jeanette, who has finished weeding for now, and Stone, I'm Ken. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.